Well, here we are, ESPN Scrum Reset Podcast. Christy, uh, we're live here at uh, Optus Stadium in Perth, and um, we've just seen one of the most extraordinary games of rugby uh, in Australia for quite some time, a 30-28 to 28 victory by the Wallabies. Your immediate reaction, mate, to this game, uh, put it into some words for us. Look, I don't think there would be a, a single person in Australia that would have thought that a Wallaby side would be capable of coming back after a red card um, to Darcy Swain, we'll get into that and what the reaction was. Um, but just extraordinary ca- character. It was surprising that they managed to be in the fight at half time, six all. I, I think that that penalty right on half time to Noah Lolaseo, they they got two penalties to get to that point. And then I think that was crucial. It was like, oh, we're still in this contest. We're not going away. And then just the momentum and behind us, it, it wasn't it wasn't full, but it, it kind of felt full, didn't it? It felt there was 47,000 here. It felt like it could have been 55,000. The momentum, the sucker punches, the breakdown, um, you know, the, the influence of Samu Karevi. But I think more than anything, the composure that the, these guys showed was just immense. Yeah, you're exactly right. The, the composure is the big one and, and character was the word Dave Rennie used. Yeah at the post-match press conference, which we've just come from here at Optus Stadium. Um, you're right about that first half. Uh, six all was a, an amazing result, really, to go in to the sheds, uh, square on the ledger. Uh, Dan McKellar said it at halftime, Disney telling Stan Sport, uh, we've been through this before with Marika Corabetti, and as much as you and I have winched about yellow and red cards in Super Rugby, maybe that turned out to be a, a blessing in disguise for them, the amount of cards that we've had in, in Super Rugby this season. Um, they came out, uh, got that early penalty. Still, England were able to to settle. And you thought then when Ellis Genge peeled off the side of that yeah. ball to score, I think about nine minutes into the second half, I thought to myself, well, this, this could get ugly here for the Wallabies. But to their credit, again, that word character, um, they hung in there and then they got the momentum shift that they needed uh, virtually from that kickoff with Mariki going through and taking that restart. Uh, shades of... Um, the uh, Irish winger, Mac Hansen, of course, Australian-born Irish winger in the Six Nations against France this year. That was a real turning point because the Wallabies finally got some field position and with ball in hand right then, I think it was about 10 phases that led to that try uh, that put um, Jordan Pataira over in the corner. That was really the start of their comeback. Yeah, it was. And you're right in terms of pointing to the, the rolling more with Ellis Genge going across. Um, it, it did have that feel that, okay, uh, and now, you know, given all the adversity that the Wallabies had already faced with with Darcy Swain's red card, but it was remiss not to immediately begin with the injuries, wasn't it? You know, Quade Cooper pulling out just moments before the two sides are about to go back into the into the tunnel. Uh, Noel Lolasio comes into it. James O'Connor comes from the stands. Um, and then, you know, we saw Tom Banks first lead and secondly, Arnel Latell. You think about it, three of you have starting 15 out. You know, that's why this game was extraordinary because it had everything. It was mayhem out there. It was, it was chaotic. It was, you know, blinking. You've missed another extraordinary moment. Um, Noel Alasio was, was immense. It wasn't he just incredible. Um, we'll come to him in the comments from, from Dave in a moment, but going back to your, your point in terms of the, the changing of the tide, the, the, the key moments, um, you know, Noel Lolaseo 
getting conversions from out wide. Massive. And, and you, you compare that to what happened with Owen Farrell and he didn't have his greatest night, did he? A couple of Not early ones, but then he missed a couple too. And, and they were crucial and just giving the Wallabies not just, you know, uh, levelling it all up. The fact that he, he slots it from the corner, you know, from 14, 14 to 16, 14 to 23, 14. And, and you really felt it. This was a big crowd that was a was. yellow crowd and it was gold crowd. And you don't often the see the Bobby that. hats on the gold Bobby hats. Yeah. You're right. So, oh, it's, it's, there's so many different elements to this game, snapshots, highlights. It, it, it's a sort of game that you feel like much in the same way that Razzie Erasmus with the Springboks when they managed to beat the All Blacks over in Wellington. And you just felt that, okay, wow, the Springboks have arrived. They're, they're back. And you get that feeling, I think, tonight with a side that has gradually, steadily improved, really actually probably sounded their biggest um you know warning shot right today right tonight well it's got to be the making of the team and of course it's not gonna do any good if they come out next week in brisbane and and not kick on but you cannot understate this performance tonight going by what happened as you said quite in the warm-up banks broken arm alatoa concussion darcy swain red card i mean that is just a you know a a series of uh, unfortunate events unforgettable um terrible horror events and really when things like that go against you you've really got no right to win the match and and incredible that they found a way to do it in the second half and bear with us here we're still digesting this ourselves and we're going to come back in a couple of days time and and go into this a little bit deeper but um such as the the gravity of the result tonight that um we're whipping this one out for you quickly um let's talk about some key wallabies performers uh sam mccrevy was was man of the match um, just tucked it under his arm and, and carted, even when the Wallabies were finding it really hard to, to get in behind that England defence in the first half. Um, he started to have a little bit more, um, poke his nose through a little bit more towards the end of the match. I thought Andrew Kellaway was brilliant on the wing, not a, a breakout winger's performance, but he just does those one percenters really well, doesn't he? Uh, Dave Parecki, I thought, had a pretty strong debut at hooker. Um, you could go on. Uh, Rob Leoda, I thought, was good for the 50-odd minutes. He came into that second half, didn't he? He started really good. He was on the paddock. And then great energy, both from uh, Matt Phillip and, and Pete Samu. Like, we, we spoke about him as being this ideal bench player. A huge turnover after the Falao Fainga try, I think it was, um, to win that under the sticks when it looked like England might get hit straight back there. And then the little bit of footwork to beat, you know, suck in three defenders there and squeeze his head through when the Wallabies were admittedly hard on the attack, but you've still got to finish them. And and Wallabies teams of the past haven't been able to do that. But that little bit of footwork, he puts his head through and that wraps up the game. Now, of course, England score two late consolation tries. The, the game was done. It was two minutes of Dave Rennie said, told Michael Hoover, he thought it was more like five minutes, but it was definitely two minutes of uh, a really... Um, uh, not a, not a great, not a desired finish. A few missed tackles. And, of course, Noah blotting his copybook slightly with that deliberate knockdown. But um, take nothing away from that Australian performance. Um, it's a huge result. Yeah, it's a it's a massive result. I asked Dave about, you know, what can that do? And, and he recognised and Michael Hooper recognised the fact that it was a, a strong crowd. Um, but it's the sort of thing that headlines across the country and, you know, globally, people sit back and notice and they go, wow. Wow. Um, it was interesting, Eddie Jones's reaction. Um, you know, a classic Eddie. Um, you know, without having a crack at the referees, um, and he did acknowledge that the Wallabies 
are showing that, that improvement, the, yep. the cohesion, the fact that these guys have predominantly been together for two now, three years, and, and you've seen the Japanese trio of, of Cooper, Karevi, and Korobeti come back. But he, it was interesting, Sam, because he, without having a crack at them, he pretty much said that after the red card, the, the refereeing, the officiating swung, and it was an evener. Well, it's human nature, according to Eddie, that um, referees uh, and going by the history of the game, uh, the England coach said that um, when there is a red card that um, I guess subconsciously referees uh, just tend to, to even the game up now. I mean, I thought it was a fairly well-refereed game. Like, obviously, yeah, we're a little bit further away here than what we usually are, um, being at, a, at an oval field today. Uh, the game will obviously be worth a, another watch and probably multiple watches, but nothing really stood out there for me. Um, Courtney Laws did comment that uh, the breakdown was perhaps refereed a little bit differently yeah. in the premiership around letting players have perhaps more of a second go at the breakdown or really try to put that little bit of extra pressure on that, you know, tends to, to slow that ball down a little bit more in the premiership. Whereas super rugby, you know, referees are pretty harsh on wanting that, that quick ball and that speed of, of recycle. So perhaps that's something they'll, they'll need to adjust to, but um, yeah, was it Eddie just making excuses for a few, a few problems that he's got there? Uh, he was asked about the, the Marcus Smith, Owen Farrell access, obviously uh, it was calling it one and a half games. They've now played together but it really was obvious that they couldn't convert that first half ball, which they were getting on the front foot to Vernapola, uh, Hill. These guys are really rumbling over that, that gain line and getting the metres through contact that should have freed up the space for, for England to, to capitalise on that ball a little bit more. Yeah, they didn't, you, you can't say that they didn't fire a shot, but they didn't have a knockout punch, no. did they? And, and you know, I'm not surprised. A heroic tackle from Marika Korobiti down here in the corner. Oh, unbelievable. I thought, yeah, Marchant was was going to be going over for, for all money. You know, that was Korobiti's probably best moment of the, the game. And, and Eddie reflected that the wingers, it wasn't really a night for the wingers, but we saw probably the difference in the games. Jordan Bataira gets that little bit of space was and the great footwork to step back. Quality finish. Showed why Jordan Bataira is so special and it's why people, well, I'm going to say myself, but other people have commented about this X-factor ability that Jordan Bataira has got. We saw it then. We saw it in Super Rugby at times this year. And even though there's that inconsistency, he's just done what, what, what Marching couldn't do. And that changes the game. You know, England's score, there you go. I can't quite remember, but were they three new up or six new up at the time? Certainly and, three, yeah. And, and and those sorts of taking your opportunities were were certainly the difference. So that was a that was a great moment there from Bataille. And it, it's going to be interesting now. Um, you, you, you assume that he probably comes in to the starting side now into Brisbane because clearly Tom Banks, a broken arm, his left arm, he's going to be out for, you would think, the season. Well, that's his wallaby's career. It, it could well be over. You, you would think so, yeah. Given the fact that he's going to Japan, and, and Dave said, yeah, we're gutted for him. Um, but you, you see that there's going to be an open position at, at either, well, in the back three, whether or not Kellaway starts at fullback or Pattaya. Uh, we'll wait and see. But you would imagine that those two would form a, a back three combination alongside Corbetti. Um, potentially either a Tom Wright or a Sully Bunavalo comes onto the bench. It wouldn't surprise me if Bunavalo comes on, given that it's Brisbane at Suncorp. Um, Taniela Tupo, we're basically told that... Um, Dave was pretty confident, know, wasn't he? Very confident that Taniela Tupo will be back. So he probably starts at tight head prop. 
Um, but that, that in itself is a slight risk given that he hasn't played for 10 weeks. James Slipper um, did a good job. I probably thought that, oh, him coming on after half an hour, he made it pretty crystal clear earlier in the week that he's a loose head, not a tight head prop. Um, and Darcy Twain will, will probably miss uh, at least a couple of weeks. Matt Phillip would probably come in. You might see a Nick Frost come onto the bench too. So, yeah, there are some some ramifications there. Quade Cooper apparently apparently couldn't take off, couldn't explode with his calf injury. So you wouldn't rush that because there's a lot of rugby to come. So James um, O'Connor probably in the 22 jersey again. And, um, well, no, Lollasia, he, he was he was false. Well, how, how could you drop him off to that performance tonight? Um, just, uh, you know, a huge, huge uh, effort to come in. Uh, it was basically in the last two minutes of the warm-up that Quaid went down. He was seated, seated sorry, underneath the sticks here at the ground, uh, you could slowly see the, the Wallabies players start to realise what had happened and go and pat him on the back. And and then sure enough, we got the word through from, from Stan Sport and the official word up in the, the media box. And you just thought then, well, wow. Like, I mean, it's... The I've composure got... of the guy. Like, this bloke has been... And, and you you summed it up nicely at the press conference where you where you said to Dave Rennie... He's crash, a, crash course crash in course. test rugby. And for him to, to rise to the challenge, to, to seize the moment as he did today, uh, really happy for the guy because, um, yeah, he's uh, he's been up and down, uh, probably more downs than ups, despite what he did against uh, the French last year. But um, this may well be the making of Noel Oliseo and it may well be the making of this Wallabies team. The funny thing is, at about the 50-minute mark, he drops a high ball. And, and myself and uh, a colleague look at each other and go, is this the time that James O'Connor comes on? No, 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 he wasn't. And, and look, Noah has, has made one thing in his very young career is that he's never been afraid of taking a shot. And, and there's a lot of people that have criticised him or said that he's not test standard or test ready. I've always thought he is because he takes the line on and he's, a, and he's prepared to 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 do something, and you know we saw that in the Super Rugby final, uh, semi final. Even though he missed the the field goal, and it probably wasn't the the smartest decision. They could have played for a penalty or a bit longer. He's prepared to have a crack, and 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 he's he's a very talented playmaker who was playing the All Blacks in his first you know season Before when he was only time. played a handful of Super Rugby yep. matches. Like the I wouldn't say necessarily the sky's the limit for this. He's really still a kid, but. He's a, a player that needs as many minutes as possible because it is so likely come a World Cup that either a James O'Connor or Quade Cooper won't be there. We know their injury history and we've spoken about it in the past. Well, Noah's just gone out there, banked 80 minutes, and he's played extremely well and he's delivered in pressured situations by slotting slotting goals and, and steering around the park. Ultra impressive performance. Ultra impressive performance indeed. And uh, just a, a huge win in the scheme of things for this Wallabies team. Ends a run of uh, eight straight defeats by uh, England's, uh, sorry, Eddie Jones, England. And you think that uh, that just makes it a little bit sweeter tonight, that uh, that uh, that long, that six-year spell that dates back to the whitewash in 2016 is finally at an end. Christy, thanks for your time, mate. Uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, it's been a, a really quite an extraordinary night here at Opta Stadium in Perth and that we look forward to bringing you more through the week.